Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for downloading episode 90 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Do you want to join Mark and Hal on a boat? You can. Go to jococruise.com. The cruise leaves in March of 2017. Cabins are still available. Do you want to see the thrilling adventure hour one last time before it goes away for Lord knows how long? You can. We are doing a show on December 17th. That is a Saturday. And it is going to be at the Ace Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. Go to their website for more details or go to the Thrilling Adventure Hour Facebook page or at Thrilling ADV on Twitter. But for now, forget about all that because it's time for you to listen to episode 90 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best door. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hello, my brother. Hello. Uh, that was uh, such a cheery entrance to the room. Yes. Hi. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Oh, Annie Savage style. That's right. That is the official Annie Savage catchphrase. Hi. And if you're going to write it out in the text, it's H-I and then a bunch of E's. (laughs) Yes, that is true. Um, so, and that, you know what? Very good to bring up Annie Savage right now. Yes. Because in the Thrilling Adventure Hour program, Annie Savage played the saloon doors. She did. And, uh, and today's episode is what is the best kind of door? It's Annie Savage asked and answered people of the world. Done. No, Hal, come on. We've got to do a little more due diligence than that. Okay, fine. This was submitted by Kitty Losher. Who, Hi, Kitty. Uh, Kitty, I have a question for you. Don't answer. You're listening. Who are you arguing with? About what the best type of door is. Because I want to join in the conversation. Because no, when I read I... this topic, I went, best kind of door? This is the perfect insanity for our show. I feel like we excel at settling arguments and getting people mad. I mm-hmm. find it hard to believe that there is anybody outside of the immediate Losher family and maybe extended Losher family who is arguing real hard about these doors. But I don't know, man. Once I started delving into the world of doors, uh-huh. uh, there, there's, there's some passion for, for doors out there. Isn't World of Doors the new Jim Morrison ride at <laughs> Epcot Center? <laughs> yes. You break on through to the other side. Yeah. You load out, you load into a Jim Beam bottle <laughs> and then you just oh, sit there under black light while you listen to the entirety of his American Prayer album, which is, which him is- just drinking and doing poetry. I was just going to say it's a a marvelous revelation of an album. Oh, Mark, come on. Neither of us are teenagers or early 20s. They moved slowly, languidly into the hall. Oh, my God. (laughs) I feel like. But the nice thing is the ride ends in Paris. The not nice thing is it ends in a bathtub in Paris. Yeah, you get transferred. This is terrible. There's this that. is terrible. We need to stop. This is not the doors we're talking about. No. Oh, wait. Is, did She didn't mean like, which is the best door? Uh, Jim Morrison, Ray Manzarek. Uh, I want to say Tom Sizemore. No. no. John Densmore. And uh, Robbie Krieger. Ah, Robbie Krieger. Thank you. Playing that bottleneck guitar. Um, no. No, it's not. Well, the, the original suggestion was hinged door, sliding door. Or revolving door. So her family is having very specific arguments. But we're taking this as we do sometimes a little bit of liberty with the suggestion. And mm-hmm. we're saying, tell us about all the doors. We're going to talk yes. about all of the doors. So you've compiled an expanded list. Am I, am I correct? I have expanded the list of doors. Would you like to hear the list of doors that I have compiled for today? Oh, I can't wait for this. <laughs> well, the first four on the list are... Jim, John, Ray, and Robbie. (laughs) Who are being eliminated as a group wholesale. (laughs) Oh, we're talking wholesale doors? Yeah. Come on down. We have eight different kinds. Who's paying retail for their doors? Do you buy – have you ever had to buy a door? (laughs) Because I know they sell Yes, I have. Really? I have had to buy a door. Yeah. When I was doing some – I was doing some theater tech in high school and we were building sets. 
Oh, you, so you, you go to Home Depot and buy a door, That's, right? But yeah. you're buying a door to put on like a stand-up frame for a production of of whatever Death of a Salesman. Like this is the entrance yeah. to the apartment. I mean, like, have you ever been? Yeah, because we did Death of a Salesman in high school because a lot of sixteen year olds can grasp the depths of a fifty something man who is feels he's failed in his career and his family. Hey, listen, my freshman year in high school, I was in a show called Is There Life After High School, which is a musical about a high school reunion. <laughs> So I came out and at the age of 15 playing somebody who was ostensibly in his 30s, maybe 40s, and I did not look old at all. I've shared pictures of me when I was younger. That is approximately what I looked like throughout high school. So it's well, not you like- know what, Hal? You've, you, I'm, you've spent the, the, the better part of your 30s doing things that a 15-year-old would do, so – it makes sense. Fair enough. Will the circle be unbroken? <laughs> by and by, Lord, by and by. Here, listeners, is your list of types of doors. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, aside from the aforementioned, the doors. Yes. Uh, we have hinged, sliding, Automatic sliding, the difference between the two being a sliding door is how you'd get to your backyard. An automatic sliding door is how you'd get into a grocery store. Right. Revolving. Okay. Saloon. (laughs) Okay. Stable. That's the, uh, where the, the doors are split in the middle. Okay. So you can have a top, like what Mr. Ed's room. So you can talk to your horse. Okay. Um, I'm adding one to the list right now that I forgot. Oh, you're expanding the list as mm-hmm. we go. French, which are glass open in the middle, usually out onto some sort of view in a Noel Coward play. Okay, those are hinged doors, but whatever. Go ahead. They're all right. They're hinged doors, so all I'll right. take them off the no, list. No, no, no. Like. Keep them on the list. Keep a lot them of, on the look, list. Look, a lot of these. A lot of these are are uh, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna not like. <laughs> oh. Um, secret. Good lord. Okay. No, secret doors are awesome. Okay. Look, I they agree. can be Love they can be doors. hidden behind a thing or uh-huh. they can uh be triggered by a book or by uh tilting a bust or they could be uh doors that just don't look like doors that are, you know, you press on them and they pop open. Yes. Secret doors. Yes. Um okay. And finally, trap. Oh, gee, well, can I throw one in then? Yeah. Pet. Ooh, I didn't think of the pet door. Oh, yeah. How did I know that that would excite you? Yeah, that's an awesome one. So, hinged, sliding, automatic sliding, revolving, saloon, stable, secret, trap, French, and pet. That is our list of doors. All right, let's let's run through these, shall we? Great. I want to remove French doors, and here's why. Not, Ooh, ouch, right off the bat. Not because they're basically hinged doors, which is reason enough to get rid of them. But when I think of French doors, all I can think of is the moment in a movie or TV show. Like, French doors are revealing something. The doors are opened and like, here's your ballroom. Here's your new apartment. <laughs> when I walk through French doors, I don't see any of that crap. And I've known a lot of doors in my years on this planet, Mark. Never, so- never in my life have French doors led to something <laughs> amazing and great. So French doors to you, the reason you want to eliminate them is that they don't live up to the promise of what's on the other side? Yeah, they're a big lie. They're a big lie with hinges How? and handles and glass. Have you never walked it? Have you never walked through French doors into a fancy ballroom and everybody turned to you and applauded? No. I'll tell you what happens oh, with me opening. You gotta French get out doors. more, my friend. I get one of the doors open, the other one is like is like bolted shut, and I'm like, oh, hold on, I got, I hold on. Oh, I have to do the two sliders, one at the top, one at the bottom. Then I can open the French doors, and you know what? I feel like a French fool. That's how I feel about French doors. Oh, all right. Maybe I do have feelings about this. Okay, Kitty. Maybe your family is wow. not the only one who cares about doors. Now that I'm into it, I actually really like a, a nice French door. Because I'm an optimist, Hal, and I like to think that there's always promise for a ballroom on the other side or a veranda on the other side. (laughs) I know you're a cynical realist living in the regular world, but come on, man. One of these days, open up those French doors and just enjoy the inevitable fireworks and view of the Eiffel Tower that are on the other side. 
Where, where <laughs> do you live with that wardrobe that C.S. Lewis wrote about where every yeah. door has got something wonderful behind it? Yeah. Do you not? No. Look how opportunity is on the other side of every one of these doors, my friend. Maybe not the opposite side of a trap door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about trap doors. Is there ever anything good on the other side of a trap door? <laughs> ever? Um, so I guess when we're looking at trap doors, are we moving on from French doors? They've been eliminated. Oh, I'm eliminating them, of course. All right. Goodbye, French doors. We love you. I mean, I'm sorry. Au revoir, French doors. Yeah. <laughs> Au revoir. <laughs> A bientôt. A bientôt. Um, so wait, what language is abiento? It's, it's French. It is? Yes. What does it mean? It means, it means F off French doors. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So French doors, you're out. Um, now let's move on to trap doors. Okay. Um, so let's think about trap. We can think about trap doors from two different perspectives. Okay. We can look at it from the perspective of the person on the receiving end of the trap door. Trappy. Or the person on the, uh, smiting end of the trap door. Trapper. Boy, that from somebody who's full of hope, you sure do think there's something terrible on the other side of that trap door. It's a trap door. No one's ever gone through a trap door to a bucket of candy. Well, then there you go. Mental note. Make a trap door with a bucket of candy at the other end. <laughs> I trapped myself into deliciousness. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the trap door for the trapper can be a good thing. Whether you are in the most dangerous game and you are building traps to uh, ensnare your hunters because uh, you don't want them uh, to feel the joys of uh, killing human flesh, or you are just in your office and somebody comes in with a business proposal you don't like, so you just pull the little lever, Looney Tunes style, and uh, they drop, the floor drops out from under them. Doesn't Mr. Burns have a button that he presses? To activate Mr. His? Burns has a button that he presses. To yes. activate his probably the most famous of trapdoors outside of Jabba the Hutt's trapdoor. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a conceit that's been around for a long time, though. The yes. boss with the trapdoor on the other side of his desk. Yes, of course. Or the Simpsons uh, really executed it well. I think there was a a Warner Brothers cartoon, a Looney Tune, where there. I, I think was it is Daffy Duck a talent agency, a talent agent, or Porky yes. Pig? And he Porky had a Pig was the talent agent. He had a trapdoor as well. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was my int- introduction to it. I feel like not some trapdoors are activated by a, a lever or or by a button. Okay. Mm-hmm. Others, I think, you lay out. You just put like a rug over it, and then when they step on it, they fall through. It mm-hmm. gives way. Right. Like like the tiles in in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Sure. So are you saying in this instance that the trap door is the, by design, the weakest of the doors I'm frequently? S- I'm saying, aren't you afraid if you put a trap door in your home that someday you would forget where it was and just walk through it by mistake? How, if you have a trap door in your home, you're going to remember where you put it. Mark, what? nobody's like, oh man, I totally forgot where my trap door is. I know, uh, I know it's been a while since you were in Europe. Can you remind me what happened with your phone in Russia? Uh, I left my phone on a plane in Russia mm-hmm. and then had no way of getting it back. I was actually wandering around the Sheremetyevo airport looking for an ATM so that I could bribe somebody, but they don't have ATMs in that airport. So if you ever go to Russia, take bribe cash in a briefcase. Mark, do you think it's possible that you could also forget the location of a trap door in your own home? Look, I have my forgetfulness is... At times, uh-huh. but I know where everything in my apartment is, except your phone. Sometimes, except my phone. Sometimes, <laughs> and also my charger. I would forget. And I'm two not- of my vape pens <laughs> from that bandolier of vape pens that you walk around with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're the Chewbacca of vaping. <laughs> That's the sound it makes when it fires up. Yeah, exactly. I just I. Trapdoors seem dangerous to me. I, I think they're neat. They are cool. We don't have to eliminate them immediately, but also you could forget where one is. Mm-hmm. And the ones that require a button to activate, you need them to like, I need you to walk in and stand on this square. 
They are impractical. You have to, you're asking a lot of a person. If you don't live in a cartoon, you're asking a lot of reality to make a trapdoor work. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Well, while we're talking about cool doors, let's move on to secret. Okay. Um, a, a good example of a secret. I'm trying to think of good examples of, uh, secret doors. I have a couple. Um, one one example of a secret door is Alec Baldwin's office in 30 Rock. That's sort of a – it's a regular hinge door, but it's flush into the wall, so it doesn't look like a door. Yeah. There's also a, a cool speakeasy bar in New York called uh, Fig Number 9, I think is the name of it. And um, it's an art gallery, and if you go to Figure Number 9 in the art gallery and you push on it, then the a door opens up. Like, those are – that's the version of a house that I always wanted as a child was a something full of secret doors. Another one that I'm thinking of is in uh National Treasure toward the end, you know, you <laughs> stick a, a a some sort of key into a thing and turn it and then a giant stone door slides out of the way. Like those okay. kind of doors. All right. I would love an entire home made of secret doors. Let's talk about the painting some- in Clue. Yes, here here are a few other famous secret doors. Okay, I have some more for you. Okay, the magic, oh great, the Magic Castle in Los Angeles is a secret door. It's operated by Secret Word, and then the bookcase slides. So that is a sliding mm-hmm. door that is also a secret and a secret door. door in Young Frankenstein. Are we doing best specific door? No, no, we're just talking about okay. styles. So the secret door in Young Frankenstein, which requires putting a candle in its holder, is a bookcase that revolves. So that is a mm-hmm. revolving secret door that apparently is very difficult to. Operate without getting smushed. <laughs> R.I.P. Gene Wilder. Um, oh, God. One of the greatest of all time. Yes. And then there's every entrance to to the Batcave or whatever Bruce Wayne is using is the Batcave. So there's the Shakespeare bust right. that has a button behind it. Then in um, the Dark Knight, he has a thumb plate on his wall and he swipes his thumb on it. And then the a panel slides aside and he goes in and that's how he accesses his suit mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, those are just a few famous sure. secret doors. The phone booth in Harry Potter. Okay. That yeah. leads to the Ministry of Magic. Yep. Uh, any, any entrance to, uh, get any entrance to where, uh, Don Adams worked on Get Smart. What's the name of that? Yeah. The opposite of chaos. What was the, what was their group called? Uh, smartness. The, the, the Get Smarts. Yeah. With an exclamation point. Of I course. Think. Yeah. They were a softball team. <laughs> <laughs> um secret so far for me secret is winning secret is like trap but there's a promise of better on the other side trapdoor is always terrible on the other side okay so we're gonna eliminate trap we will keep secret um, for now yeah because i i think like more people fall victim to trapdoors than own trapdoors so i'm gonna err on the side of being with i'm just this is a guess I'm gonna, I'm airing on the side of the trappy, not the trapper, and saying that trapdoors don't promise anything positive on the other side. Sure. Trapdoors are used primarily by the people falling through them as opposed to their owners. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know of an owner of a trapdoor that's ever actually gone through that particular portal. <laughs> I would love to see a short of Java just looking left, looking right when everybody's sleeping, then pressing the <laughs> button and rolling himself in just to see what it feels like. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, sure. Now that the Rancor is not down there anymore. Yeah. But of course, uh, Jabba's also dead. So maybe he's uh, doors in heaven. Maybe he's exploring his own trap doors. Um, look, the stairway to heaven has to have something at the other end. Yeah. How do you get? Uh, all right. Okay. So we're eliminating trap doors, but we're leaving in secret doors. Yes. Um, all right. So let's. There are two doors now that are sort of the bridge between the fanciful door and the regular door. Okay. And that is the saloon door and the stable door. Also both hinged doors. Yes. Um, but variations on the hinge door. Yes. The saloon has a two-way hinge so it can swing out or swing in. Mm-hmm. And, and that style of door is used in kitchens as well in restaurants. So mm-hmm. that style, really it's a two-way door. That's what we're talking about. The saloon style is cool because it's like a little mini gate. You can see over. Oh, I was thinking, I'm thinking specifically of the saloon style, like the little, yeah, the teeny, the absolutely pointless teeny little door. What is the point of a saloon door? No offense to Annie Savage, the saloon doors from the thrilling adventure hour. Uh, there is no point just to look 
cool when you swing them open? Did they put a bell on them so they would know people were there? I don't know. I guess it depended on the saloon owner. When I was a kid, we had um my mother's bathroom had swinging saloon doors uh that Ew. led yeah well it had a real door as well there was like there was the bathroom part like you walk in through the regular door into the bathroom part and then there was the the tub and then a little alcove that had swinging saloon doors and uh a toilet and a bidet and i never knew what a bidet was when i was a kid but my mom insisted on having one in her bathroom so let me get this straight you had to mm-hmm. My house had swinging saloon doors and a bidet in it when I was a kid. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that, that look, w- that's a different therapy session. You walk through the door to your bathroom, mm-hmm. and then, like Billy the Kid, you ha- when you have to to take a poop, you have to come you, like Billy the Kid. You have to push your way through. Yeah, you, you like, push your way through I the come. saloon doors. Uh, oh, I loved those doors. I would just stand. I would I would pretend I was a cowboy in the bathroom for half the day. My mom would be like, get out of the bathroom. I got to take a dump. My mom never said that. <laughs> <laughs> My mom would be horrified. <laughs> Your mom listens to this show. No, she doesn't. Maybe she does. Does she? Have you talked to her? I have, well, I've spoken to your mother before, of course. No, I mean about whether or not I, she listens to the I show. Like to My mom loves myself, you more than me. I like to consider myself an honorary Gagliardi. Oh, you are you are practically a regular Gagliardi. Yes. You're, There's you're, no honor in it. Your brother and I talk a lot. I just, I, I just want you to know that. Do you? Yeah, yeah. We DM over Twitter. Oh, look at that! You probably talk to my brother more than I do. Yeah, his feedback on our episodes is great, and of course, we we need to have more <laughs> topics coming up where he can weigh in because yeah. I always love hearing from Gabe. Well, let's see, let's see what Gabe thinks about doors. Yeah. Um. So the so the saloon door is pretty pointless, yes. but. It is it is purely for aesthetic uh joy and if you're a fan of westerns that aesthetic joy can be pretty uh pretty high. Yes. It's an iconic door, it's not the best door. And right. I, I want to point out that that Annie's version of the doors, the AI saloon doors are actually a sliding door. Oh, that's true. They're There's not a swingy little saloon door. Star Trek style sliding doors. Mm-hmm. That tell you when they are open. Yeah. So there you go. Goodbye, saloon doors, where you are sentenced to stay for eternity, trapped, <laughs> trapped in time, in trapped in the of time. in the boring parts of Texas. Yeah, you can't like, but there are no other doors you can throw open and be tough. You can't do that with French doors. You can't no. toss them open and be like, "I'm here to kick butt." You can only do that. With I don't know though. Doors. That would that would be amazing to whatever ball was happening on the other side. <laughs> oh, the lipship bar mitzvah's taking a turn. <laughs> uh, I like that you see a bar mitzvah on the other side of the French doors. I see a scene from the movie Anastasia. <laughs> well, you didn't go to a lot of bar, bar and bat mitzvahs growing up, and I did. Were there a lot of Anastasia-themed bar mitzvahs? Did you go to a Once Upon a December bar mitzvah ever? No, I never did. I imagine that would probably be a bat mitzvah. Yeah. It was a lot of, like, sports, the color pink, video games, <laughs> and sports. And then you had the, the karaoke area. If it was How really do you make fast. a video game-themed bar mitzvah? You do like a Pac-Man table, Donkey Kong table. Oh, okay. Did uh, your bar mitzvah have all this crazy stuff? It, my bar mitzvah, the theme was computers. Of course it was. Because I loved computers. Sure. So we had like glass reflective or like reflective plastic. It wasn't actual glass, but like the centerpieces had little computers on them. And they there were little like chocolate computers that were that people could eat. And I, the tables were numbered. But at the at the Temple Zion rec room, so everything was at Temple Zion. In the, in the, mm-hmm. uh, in the actual temple areas where we had the service and then they had a big community room slash ballroom, which is where we had the reception. And then, um, we had, there was a community area there. And in that community area, we had rented, uh, well, my parents did. I didn't do this. My parents rented a bunch of stand up arcade games. So we oh, essentially wow. turned it into an arcade and I, and then you, your dad just kept them. Yeah, exactly. And I was 13 years old and I did not spend a lot of time at my bar mitzvah anywhere but that area with the, with the arcade games. 
It, please tell me at least playing two-player games. Yes, of course. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, Hal at his bar mitzvah. He's in the corner playing Pac-Man trying to beat his high score. <laughs> Everybody leave me alone. <laughs> I need time. Um. All right. So um. So the saloon doors that you walked through to get to your computer-themed bar mitzvah, you're eliminating those? Yes. And can I can I be bold here? No. Too late. Okay. I'm, t- I'm finally going to do it, Mark. You're going to finally be bold. I need you to have my back. I got your back, baby. All right. I think we should eliminate hinged doors. Wow. Because they're Just for boring. boring. They're boring. Yeah. You Good. You know what? I am so with you on this. Goodbye, boringest of doors. Dumb, boring, hinged doors. Yeah. Take that usefulness. Yeah. We're... You can bolt it shut. Look at my stupid hinged door. Yeah. You know what? You're a great door right now, but anytime you are being useful, you are creating an arc of in the way. Mm hmm. And you creak. Yeah. The worst. You're sometimes you don't work. Sometimes you lock us in because your handles don't work. Yeah, exactly. I've been locked into many a locked behind many a door. So oh, like, you know the frustration of when you'd reach for a door that you think is going to open and it doesn't? Yeah. Oh, it's I had to worst. throw a brick through a car window once. <laughs> I feel like that's unrelated and you just wanted to confess something. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't episode. my car. <laughs> the Bulls had just won a championship. I was excited. <laughs> I hurled a brick. Wait, no, hold on. You were trapped in a car. No, outside a car. I lock my okay. keys in it. Oh, okay. So you, yeah. so your solution. Rather I didn't than, feel like waiting for AAA. <laughs> yeah. Well, how long ago was this? This was college. You, I feel like this could have been five years ago, and I would still believe it. Yeah, it could have been Tuesday, and you'd believe it. <laughs> Except I live in New York, and I don't have a car. That won't stop you from throwing bricks. <laughs> Plenty of bricks in the Big Apple. Uh, I know. Kevin McAllister threw them from the roof onto Joe Pesci's head. <laughs> he opened the window of Joe Pesci's head. Oh, my God. With a brick. Yeah. Look, Kevin was just throwing those bricks in Home Alone 2 because he was try- he locked his keys inside Joe Pesci. He was trying to get inside Joe Pesci's head <laughs> to get his keys. <laughs> What is happening? We are we are off the rails. You didn't want to friend. wait for AAA to Jimmy open <laughs> Joe Pesci's mouth and get those keys. <laughs> he thought, "I'll hurl a brick. That'll be quicker." Oh, yeah, it's the fastest way to do it. <laughs> All right, you know what? Doors. Take that hinge doors. Yeah, We're done with you. Let's do the cousin of the the hinge door, the the stable door, which is really two hinge doors. Yeah, well, so if we don't like other. hinge doors, you know what we're really not going to like? Two hinge doors. Yeah, you know what? I don't trust a door that a horse can operate <laughs> that's meant <laughs> only for humans. You know what I mean? Like, the the mm-hmm. hinge door is our thing. That's for humankind. But yeah. along comes Mr. Ed, who can not only pick up the phone and hang it up and wears glasses to read, but... He can open a hinge door. Like you can't, you can't trap that horse. He will find a way out. He's not going <laughs> to kick the door. He's going to open it like a velociraptor. Yeah, you'll see his snout by the window, fogging it up. You'll hear. Let like, me ask you this. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it took me a second. Now I'm just, now that image is in my head of the Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. but just Mister Ed's snout. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're um, coming for you. Do you think? Do you think that uh, the way that they made Mr. Ed talk, was it peanut butter on his gums or a carrot in his butt? <laughs> Are those my only two choices? I think that those were the two. I think uh, both. And was carrot, carrot Wiggler, was that one of the job titles in the end credits? Yeah, I think it was I, – I, I think when he's just like chatting with you, that's peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, when he's angry and yelling at you. Yeah, that's a cattle prod up the pooper for sure. Oh my god, we are terrible. We we, have, we didn't do this it. This is a family show. Exactly. Well, look, kids who are listening with your parents, there was a time. Ask what Mr. Ed is. Yeah, first find out who Mr. Ed is and then understand there's a time in this country where animals' lives were not valued 
to the extent that they are now. We have a ways to go to to treating animals with less cruelty. But there are a lot of things that we did. Ask Mr. Ed's ghost and Francis yeah. the talking mule's ghost what it took and to you make know what? an animal talk. Let's not uh, – let's not – Let's not bring back these uh, shameful relics of our past. So if I may, like the Confederate flag, may we remove the uh, the stable door because it really is a symbol of the oppression of horses that wound up prodded up their butts. I think that that is a fair and righteous thing to do. And I also would like to – since we've done this and I feel good about us, why don't we mm-hmm. take a brief break <laughs> so that we can – Hear from some of the other fine shows on the Maximum Fun Network. That sounds lovely. What exactly are furries? What's happening on Game of Thrones? Is VR cool? What's your jam? What show should I have on my DVR? Hey, is the newest season of The Great British Bake Off any good? For answers to these questions and so much more, come on over to Pop Rocket, a pop culture roundtable show with me, Guy Branham. Winter Mitchell. Margaret Wappler. And Oliver Wang. Catch us every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you decide to get your podcast. I'm not going to judge. <laughs> Instead of door busting for a plasma TV this Black Friday, how about you stay in and snag the best deal of all? MaxFunCon 2017 tickets. MaxFunCon West returns to Lake Arrowhead next June, and MaxFunCon East is back in the Poconos next September. Tickets for both go on sale Friday, November 25th, and they're going to sell out fast. So mark your calendars and visit MaxFunCon.com on November 25th to secure your spot. MaxFunCon, way more fun than a smartwatch or whatever. Wasn't that nice? It was. I feel like I've been, since I got back from Europe, I'm that real jerk now who says things like, lovely, brilliant. <laughs> My best friend John spent a summer or, or spent a semester abroad, mm-hmm. studied in London, and he came back with close cropped bleached hair. Ooh. This isn't like Lance 90, Bass style. This is like 97. No, but mm-hmm. like close cropped, like practically shaved head. And okay. he said to somebody, <laughs> We were driving in the car and he was like, oh, I'm going to give Jesse a ring on the mobile. And I Ugh. almost slapped him in the head. I said, what the F are you saying? <laughs> what is wrong with you? You don't get oh. to be British because you spent some time there. We Not all want to be works. British secretly. They're cooler than we are. Yeah, of course. We got independence from them and now we want to go back. Yeah. Because look what we did to our place that they gave us. Well, oh. that we took. Don't get us started. You guys, we're going to do a whole politics show. <laughs> the politics rundown. Yeah. We're going to do the politicking with Mark and Hal. Yeah. It'll be our, our spinoff podcast where we talk about yeah. only race, politics, and religion. So we got this. <laughs> when are we dark. doing best race again or best oh, religion? That'll be a donor exclusive for Max Fun. Great. Uh, best race is easy. Amazing. Oh, yeah. That's true. Amazing race is pretty great. But let's get back to the topic at hand, the doors. Should we talk about pet doors? Yeah, let's talk about pet doors. Since okay. you added it to the list that I made, Mr. I don't want to make the list. You make the list, and then I make the list, and then I didn't do a good enough job. Well, at least you're admitting it. I, pet oh. doors are adorable. Pet doors are – no, pet doors are a way for tiny criminals to get into your house. Correct. Eliminating pet doors. They're adorable. Yeah. It's adorable to see your your cat or dog – wander through or your weasel or whatever animal that is your pet yeah it is not but the first time you see a raccoon run into your house Uh uh-huh you were gonna board up that pet door so fast (laughs) i've invited rabies into my home (laughs) like a vampire it's the only way it could get in is if i invited it via a pet door i do feel like the pet door is a throwback to a more trusting time how so we, um, we trusted our pets would come back once they disappeared through that door. Well, the pet, like the pets can come in and out and like now it's everything is so locked down. There's a million different ways to secure your home. Um, back in the day when there were pet doors everywhere, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would lock your front door maybe, but hey, here's this rubber flap to get into your house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the, it's the least secure. If, if, 
if a pet door, it implies that it makes that a pet is going into and out of their home, a person's home. Right. And a person's home is something that you want to keep safe. And a pet door to me is just like anybody can just open a pet door and throw in one of those, you know, melodrama style black round ball bombs <laughs> into your house. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Like yeah. if you have, if you're just sitting at home having your coffee in the morning and your pet door swings and enrolls a bowling ball with a fuse on the end of it. Yeah. That, that's on you for having a pet door. Also, you probably don't want to live in a neighborhood where you see a lot of people walking around with black cloaks and handlebar mustaches <laughs> and top hats. That's a pretty good sure. indicator that's going to happen. But why make it easier for them with a pet door? Pet door is eliminated. Eliminated. Goodbye, pet door. So what is still on the list? We've eliminated trap, pet, uh, saloon. Yes. We still have – French uh, is gone. And stable is gone. Yeah. French is gone. So here's what we, we have still left. Have Secret yes. is uh, to come out of the to come out of the uh less common door category. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is I believe the one we've just been doing. Right. Uh secret is the winner out of that section. Yes. So now we have the four uh the four kinds of doors that you see most often. All right. Okay, wait, no, we only have three of them left. Yeah. Hinged has been eliminated. You forgot. Take that hinged. Yeah. So we have sliding doors, automatic sliding doors, and revolving doors. Yeah, sliding doors have to go. Like regular backyard sliding doors? Yeah. The heavy ones are Have fine. Have you ever – sorry, go ahead. I was going to say the heavy ones are fine. But the mm – -hmm. so in my apartment, we have a porch that has a giant heavy sliding glass door. It's got the soundproof mm -hmm. glass. It it feels satisfying to lock it and then unlock it and pull it open. Like it feels mm -hmm. like you are – that door has heft and you feel safe. And then – the screen door – so it's nice to have like a cross breeze sometimes. You want to hear – like we live mm -hmm. in an area that has nice, clean air and we want it in our apartment. So you try mm -hmm. and close the the flimsy sliding screen door, which has its own lock, but it doesn't quite but, latch on. on properly. It's weak. It doesn't quite work and it drives me crazy. And the fact that that exists in the world is enough to make me go, oh, well, these are – the sliding the sliding door is is faulty by its design. Well, let's let's not uh let's not be too harsh on the sliding door. Remember, okay. I grew up in the south, as did your wife, and yes. southerners know that a good sliding screen door is the difference between a breeze and not getting eaten by bugs and a breeze and getting eaten by bugs. Sure, the screen or door is important. No bugs and no breeze. Yes, I just don't. I don't like when a screen door doesn't close properly, or when it has like the magnet on the end that, for some reason, disobeys the laws of physics and science and does not latch itself. Is it the is it the screen door the like the flimsy nature of the screen door that you don't like? Yeah, I've just because I've seen a lot of flimsy screen doors. I do yeah. like a screen. Look, I'm I'm a hundred percent for eliminating the regular sliding glass door, mainly because I have walked into them so many times in my life. You really have? I really have. Like at a party, I walked into one with a drink in my hand once, and it just like smushed all over my clothes. <laughs> like, <laughs> look, man, I, I know you've never had a drink, but the thing about alcohol is. If you've had a little bit of it, then whoever is throwing the beach backyard barbecue thing should know to put those little stickers on the sliding glass door that look like bugs or flowers or something cute so we know that the door is shut. I'm starting to warm up to sliding glass doors. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm eliminating them. I forgot. Oh, we had a dog once that was so dumb he would he would run into glass doors. And then birds do it. Oh, I get that you. Well, were the I think I feel like the stickers are more for birds, right? Why? Why would you want to stop birds from being hilarious? Because you don't want to pile of dead birds on your porch. Hey, guess what? Those birds are trying to do. They're trying to fly into your home and join that raccoon that came in the pet door and robbing you. Yeah, exactly. So you get what you deserve, dumb bird. Try rob me. So are we – I'm confused. Are we eliminating the sliding door even yes. though the Gwyneth Paltrow movie was lovely? Yes. It was lovely. lovely. Brilliant. And those were automatic sliding doors. 
Uh, that's right. That is the next category we're talking about. The automatic sliding door. Yeah. Wait, how do you know they were automatic sliding doors? Wasn't that a metaphor? They were automatic doors. And the reason why is because they were doors on the tube. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, all right. So here's why I love automatic sliding doors. Because they make me feel like a wizard. Exactly. Or a Jedi. And I don't know if you do this, but I, I'm, I, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. Every time I walk up to an automatic sliding door, every time I do a little Jedi slash Dumbledore slash whatever magical creature, uh, fits your, fits your, your brain, uh, fandom. And I do a little wave of my hand to make the door open. Listen, I, I am solely becoming a Jedi in those moments. 100% yeah. I do that. It's just Jedi for you. It's all not, the it's, time. it's not wizard. No, it's Jedi. Okay. 100%. Do you do it? Do you do it every time you go through a sliding door? Absolutely. I do. Yeah. I feel like there's a big percentage of the population that does that. I don't care if I'm going to a grocery store or getting in an mm-hmm. elevator or getting on a train. I do it. Even if it's really? just a little bit, even if it's just a little bit. Elevator, elevator, I don't do it. I don't think of elevator and subway doors as, um, as opening because of my motion. So I don't think of them as the wizard doors or the oh, Jedi doors. No, they're heavy because doors. it's, they are, they're big and heavy. And like me pushing the button is what made the elevator doors open. A schedule and an, a uh, train operator is what makes the subway doors open. Just my very presence and the fact that I move my body. That causing a door to open is the greatest thing in the world to me. Yep. That's pretty cool. Um, so were you checking a text or something while I said that? No. The way you said, yep, it's pretty cool. It sounded like you were looking down at your phone and checking a score. No, I was in agreement with you. <laughs> because that's the way that I say things when, like, if Juliana tells me something and I'm looking at something else, I'm like, uh-huh, Amazing. <laughs> I never do that. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sure you don't. Uh-huh. I don't. Um uh-huh. Great. Yep. Um no, that sounds awesome. <laughs> okay, Tuesday. Um <laughs> All right. Oh god, never give specifics. <laughs> well, if you're listening, never mind. I'll give you tips all right. later. Um all right. Uh so we have now we have auto- automatic sliding is is staying on the list with secret and our final door that we want to talk about unless you want to talk about Ray Manzarek and Jim Morrison and the boys I'm good okay um the the final one we need to talk about is the revolving door yes revolving doors are a lot of fun automatic revolving doors are great they look like little pinwheels going at the foot of a of the foot of a giant high rise yes um, the big benefit to me of a revolving door, there's a, there's a, an upside and a downside. The downside of a revolving door is they can frequently be awkward. If they're like large enough, if it's a large enough, uh, quadrant of the door, everybody knows how they work, right? It's yes. little uh, cut into four pieces. If the, if there's a large enough quadrant of the door to fit a couple of people, but then they're strangers. And then you like, you feel weird if you like, no, 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 I'm, I'll just jump in with you. You know what I mean? Like that, that's the, the con yeah. of a revolving door, which is minimal. Sure. The upside of a revolving door is that if you are in New York City in the winter time and the heat is being held into a building by the revolving door, uh, or if you are in the city in the summertime and the air conditioning is being held in by the revolving door. Right. That's why. They always put a sign up that says, please use revolving door. Guys, use the revolving door because there is a reason for that. If it's the dead of winter and you come barreling through one of those crap hinge doors that we hate so much. <laughs> Stupid doors. Uh, you're going to fill the lobby of this place with cold and then it's not going to be warm and toasty when you go through the revolving door. Yeah, stop ruining the climate, stupid hinge doors. Also, um... Revolving doors are responsible for some hilarious hijinks from both Will Ferrell and Elf and Bronson Pinchot in Perfect Strangers. And to me, the most iconic revolving door, uh, if you're the last son of Krypton. That's right. That's You're in Metropolis great. and you try and go get in a traditional phone booth to switch into your suit, but they only have one of, one of those half phone booths. 
then you mm-hmm. have to find a revolving door and fly through it at super speed and change into <laughs> Superman. I mean, that's that's a pretty cool use of yeah. a revolving door. So, revolving doors can turn you into Superman. Yes. If or you, well, they're good for comic lotsy. They reveal your your inner Superman. Ooh. Um, you won't change or the you can do hilarious way. hijinks by staying in them for too long yes. and going right back outside when you meant to go in. <laughs> you stupid person. Um, they keep the heat in. These are, the, I don't know why the revolving door. It's got a lot going for it, but this list feels lackluster to me when we have oh. secret and Jedi as our other two doors. How, how did I know you were going to get bored by a practical door? How did I know? I want my, I want, uh, oh, is your door not enough of a dreamer for you, you precious baby? <laughs> Fine. Eliminate the revolving door. Oh, uh, just because we need to eliminate them anyway. Fine. You know what? Good job with Superman. Good job with Elf and Perfect Strangers. And thanks for keeping the heat in. I have a coat. Goodbye. Oh. So it's down to two, Hal. Okay. It is down to. The automatic sliding door. Yep. And the secret door. Now, let me make a pitch. Please. Um, or let me make an observation that could lead to, uh, a pitch. Go ahead. Um, the automatic sliding door is for it to have magic is contingent upon the imagination of the threshold crosser. Okay. For a secret door to hold intrigue, uh, does not require the imagination. It's a secret door. It's real. It's there. It's tangible. You don't know what's on the other side. If I'm walking through a grocery store door that is automatic, my imagination tells me I'm a Jedi, but I'm pretty sure that on the other side is avocados. Depending on the season. Um, depending on the season. If you're in California, it's avocados all the time. Sure. Uh, so I guess my question is, in the, in the battle of, uh, what is the best door, it comes down to imagination versus real intrigue. Well, I know what my choice is. So you tell me your choice and then let's see if we're synced up. I mean, I could go in either direction on this one. Sure. But I feel like I would be more genuinely excited about an actual secret door. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Were you an, are you an automatic sliding door guy? I want to be able to enter any building or room anytime I want. I like the idea of a secret door. I think they're mm-hmm. neat. But – I've also found that that a lot of the secret doors that I've encountered in my life have been letdowns, with ah, the exception okay. of the Magic Castle, where there's mm-hmm. that's really a wonderful cool secret door. Yeah, and there's a few secret doors in the Magic Castle. Yes, yes, there are. But in general, secret doors just lead to like a small room, a study. <laughs> there's nothing really um, too great behind that door. So the intrigue. That you can always be let down by what's behind a secret door. When you use your imagination with a door, the experience of opening the automatic door at a Ralph's mm-hmm. or wherever is exciting enough that California that, grocery store chain, California grocery store chain, also known as Kroger's in other mm-hmm. areas of the country. When I walk through that door, I've already had the experience. I've had the joy. And then I can, now you can get your avocados. Yeah. Now I'll go get my avocados. Avocados. Um, you know what? I, uh, I will agree with you on that. I will add, uh, something that I, th- that I thought you were going to say. Yeah. The way that your, the, your previous sentence began. In fact, I will begin it the same way. Uh, and it will be my Hal Lubliniest answer ever. Oh, great. I can't wait um, for this. I like with an automatic sliding door that I can just walk up to it and with a wave of my hand, open that door and I can walk through without having to touch it and get any door germs on me. People of the world. 
Here's a first for you. Mark has out howled Hal. <laughs> I didn't even think about germs. But I sure I'm glad they came up. And I know there are probably some of you who, who are listening who are like, no, the way you figure out the best door is by how secure it is. It's going to keep out bad stuff. Blah, 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 blah. You be quiet. Because while you're sitting there safe and sound with some malaria you got from a doorknob that a million people touched, Mark and I will be inside the Jedi Temple, <laughs> a.k.a. some grocery store or whatever, having used the power of the Force to avoid physical contact with the door. We get to walk right through. Hey, what are some other famous automatic doors? I'll tell you. All the doors on the Death Star are automatic doors, right? All the doors on the Enterprise, all you Star Trek fans, those are automatic doors, right? Huh? You ever see Spock use a secret door to get into the teleporter room? No, of course he didn't. Because the doors go, shh, shh, and they open and close, and they're perfectly secure. Okay? It's enough out of all of you people. Get off of the hinged doors, huh? When are we all getting our automatic sliding doors? Because it's the best door in the universe. It's everywhere. When we think of the future, we think about automatic sliding doors, not hinges. Get off the hinges. Stop revolving. Keep your pets. Let Open up the door and let your pets out, you lazy people. They don't ask much for all that they give you in return. Get up, take them for a walk, or let them outside. My goodness, it's enough from you. The best door is the automatic sliding door asked and answered. As you were saying that, the image of a Star Trek movie with someone opening a hinge door popped into my head, and I cringed. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it ruins the idea of a fantastical future. Yeah. You know what? You know what our fantastical future holds for us, Hal? Tell me. More great questions and more great topics, which you can reach out to us and give to us, and we will discuss them. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or on the Maximum Fun subreddit. There is a flame war happening right now. You can hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash We Got This Podcast, or you can email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you, as always, to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and, of course, QA engineer Jen Alba. Thank you to our musicians, Mike Furman and Jonathan Dinerstein, for our award-winning theme song and score, respectively. And, of course, thanks to you, our listeners. Thank you, Kitty, for this topic. Uh, I did not know that I was going to spend 50 minutes talking about doors, but that's the beauty of this show. And uh, thank you to all of our listeners, and we will talk to you next time. Uh, we'll talk at you. We will talk at you next time. Uh, for Hal Loveland, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And for Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin, and don't worry, everybody, we got this. We got this! MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.